All right, I'm 55 years old. I have $150,000 saved for retirement. I'm single. When can I retire? That's what we're going to go through today on the Your Financial EKG YouTube channel. We've got Jessica. She's 55 years old. She has about $150,000 saved for retirement. She's asking the question, hey, I know I got to work but when can I retire? And that's what we wanna answer for her today and hopefully give you some inspiration for the future because what I wanna show you is it doesn't take a lot to get started, but it does take some sacrifice to get where you wanna be. So let's look at that right now. Here we go. So we've got Jessica, she's 55 years old. She works in the airline industry. She's got $150,000 saved for retirement. Now she does have about $10,000 in the bank. So we've got about $160,000 total in retirement savings. Her expenses are $5,000 a month, about $60,000 a year. And those are going to stay right at about $5,000 a month because she refinanced her mortgage so she's got a 30-year mortgage. It's gonna go from 55 to 65 to 75 to 85. So it's gonna be around here for the next 30 years, which means she's gonna have higher expenses into retirement because of that mortgage payment. Now, her income is $180,000 a year. And this is what we're really gonna focus on for Jessica because she has a high income for a single individual. Now, both her kids are grown at this point. So the reason she hasn't had a lot of savings, she's been through a divorce, she's put kids through college. So now that her kids are gone, we're really gonna hammer into her budget and say, okay, Jessica, how much can you save right now so that you can get to retirement? We're gonna look at that because life's gonna throw us a lot of curveballs, but we need to sit back and see if we can hit those to right field, all right? So here we go. Social Security at 67 is $3,000 a month. She's been a higher earner for most of her career. So full retirement age Social Security is gonna be $3,000 a month. Now she was born after the year 1960, which means her full retirement age is 67, which means she'll get 100% of her Social Security benefit at 67. Now, if she decides to claim earlier, if she retires earlier and claims at 62, 63, 64, 65, or 66, she's gonna get a reduced social security benefit. Or if we get the 67 and based on market fluctuations or just working longer, she decides to delay her social security, she can take it at 68, 69, or 70 for an increased benefit. At 70, she'd get 124% of her full retirement benefit. So that's what we're gonna really look at is when do we wanna claim social security? How much do we need to save? And what about expenses and inflation and those kind of things? So let's look at this, just what she's doing right now. So she's 55 years old. She's got $150,000. She's putting in $584 a month or $7,000 a year into her IRA. Now, she only has IRAs the way that she is set up at her current job. There are no 401ks or 403bs or any kind of company matches. It's just all on her. So she's putting $584 a month into her IRA. Now, $7,000 a year in retirement savings is not gonna be enough to get her to retirement. So we had to look at her budget. We went through an advanced expense plan and I said, okay, Jessica, now that the kids are gone and you don't have the college expenses anymore because her kids just graduated, how much 
can you save per month? And when we went through the advanced expense plan within the Your Financial EKG software, we noticed she had about a $6,400 cushion now that the final child is gone off from college. So I said, okay, how much of this $6,400 do you wanna invest on a monthly basis? And she said, I wanna get as much as I possibly can into savings for retirement. I said, how about $5,000? Let's do $60,000 a year. Let's take the other $1,400 and continue to use that for living, right? Because she's got $180,000 or $15,000 in gross income after taxes and after we start doing the deductions, we're gonna have about $1,400 in cushion. Now, obviously she can change that $5,000 at any time, but we're just gonna use this as a starting point because again, life can throw us curveballs. we might need to adjust. So we're gonna put $5,000 a month, if you can see that, $5,000 a month into her freedom fund. And what do I mean by freedom fund? Basically, all I mean is taking money and putting it into a taxable brokerage account. Not an IRA, not a SEP IRA, not a Roth IRA. Even though those are, those are great retirement investing vehicles, I wanna put this into a taxable brokerage account. And I call it a freedom fund. And the reason we call it a freedom fund is it gives you the freedom to retire whenever you want. You might wanna retire at 55 years old, but all your money's in a 401k or an IRA. And in order to take money out of your 401k or IRA under the age of 59 and a half, you have to use the rule of 55 or a 72T. And you might not wanna use either of those rules. Your 401k company might not allow that, or you might not wanna do a 72T on your IRAs. So how do you retire early? With a freedom fund. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna put the money into a freedom fund, a taxable brokerage account. And all we're gonna do is take that money and position it towards the market. You see, investing is really simple. It's not about picking specific stocks and getting in and out of sectors and watching fast money on CNBC and making all these trades. It's about positioning your money based on your time horizon, your risk tolerance. So for her, we know we've got about 10 plus years of work. So we need to position her retirement assets for growth. We need to put those in low cost, indexed ETFs and position those for the best growth that we possibly can. As she gets closer to retirement, we're gonna shift those assets still within low cost index ETFs. We're gonna shift them more towards conservative. And so it's not about trying to say, I'm gonna buy this stock, buy that stock, short this stock, short that stock. It's about positioning of retirement assets. So from 55 to 65, if we put in $60,000 a year, plus our $584 that we've continuing to do into our IRA, at the end of 10 years, earning 6% on our investments, meaning the money going into the market is earning 6% a year, we're gonna have $1.2 million in retirement savings at 65. That's a big jump, look at this, from 150 to 1.2 million. Now we are earning 6%, and the reason I use 6%, that's a pretty conservative number, the stock market's averaged about 12% the last 10 years. It's averaged 10% the last 50 years. And if you add in inflation, it's averaged about 8%. So we're gonna go 2% behind in the inflation market and say we're gonna earn 6% a year. Hey, if we earn eight, 10, or 12, this number's gonna be a lot better, but I don't wanna project that, right? That's crazy. Let's project a little bit more conservative. So at 65, we're gonna have $1.2 million. That's a huge gain. Remember, 
It's compound interest. It's consistently investing, saving, contributing, and investing. It's consistency. You don't get anywhere in life unless you're consistent. And compound interest is God's greatest gift outside of Jesus. And so we want to use God's greatest gift outside of Jesus to our advantage. So $1.2 million in retirement savings. Now, once we get to 65, our expenses have inflated to $6,870. So now we've got to start using this money, this 1.2 million, and we got to take this out per month, $6,870 to live off of. Remember, we have a mortgage payment in there, and we also have other expenses that are inflating at 3%. The mortgage is not inflating, but the other expenses are. We're going to get 6% in the market, and 3% is our inflation. Okay, from 65 to 67, our investments go from 1.2 million to basically the same thing, $1.2 million. And the reason we're going from 65 to 67 is because at 67, we're kicking on that social security of $3,000 a month. Now I get a lot of comments, hey Drew, why don't you put coal increases on social security? I don't like to do it on the board. I don't like to put coal increases until we are actually claiming social security benefits. It's just me being conservative. Again, I'm always going to be more conservative in my planning because I don't want to get to retirement with a client and be surprised. So we'd rather be conservative. So we've got $1.2 million at 67. We need $7,289 per month in retirement income. Our social security is $3,000 a month, which means $4,289 is what we have to pull out of our retirement investment. So we're basically using a retirement income strategy to pull out $4,289 per month. What that looks like is different per individual. As we're getting older in Jessica's life, we're probably transitioning the money. Again, we're transitioning it from growth to more conservative. And so if we need to guarantee some income, we're going to have Social Security. We might use an annuity to guarantee some income. We might be shifting towards fixed income, dividend stocks. It just depends on what the client's risk tolerance is and what they're trying to accomplish and how we can do that with the current environment. So 67 to 77, our money grows from 1.2 to 1.3 million. Okay, now that's earning 6% a year. At 77, we've got $1.3 million. We need to take out $9,795 a month for expenses. Social Security's grown to $3,870. So this is your Social Security. This is our expenses. And this is our income. So now we need $5,925 per month coming out of our retirement assets, which at 87 puts us at $1.1 million. And at 99 years old, we're at zero, okay? So essentially, we've gone from $150,000 at 55, sacrificed, saved, invested, con contributed to retirement accounts, and at 99, we have zero dollars. We have a $782,000 paid off home because remember, we had a 30-year mortgage. So at some point, we could always sell this home. Now, Jessica lives here in the Tampa Bay area. So hopefully property values continue to rise as people continue to come to Florida, the land of the free. No taxes here. Actually, there's taxes, just no income tax. There's a state, there's a, there is a property tax and there are sales tax that makes up for the income tax. Now, so we have a home that we can obviously sell. We can reverse mortgage. We can whatever if we need to. Now, here's what I want you to think about. 
keep in mind we're using a 6% rate of return. If we lower this rate of return, it's going to lower these asset values. But what we're trying to see here now, once we've got it on the board and once we've got it kind of figured out on the board, like, yeah, we can do this. Now we take this from the board and we put it into the financial EKG software, which starts to take into account monthly inflation, taxes, all different kinds of things. We get more detailed, more granular in our planning so that whatever we're missing on the board, we now have in the software. And hey, if you want your financial EKG, look in the description below and we can put together a financial plan for you to get you to retirement, through retirement, and protect your ability to stay in retirement. Hey, thank you so much for watching. God bless. Bye-bye.